hear the train coming down the tracks. It's the Bonoboville Express. My name is Max, and I'm a chief engineer of engineering. And uh, I'm engineering. And uh, I'm up here, high up above the rails, looking down. And uh, once I get the train going here with my other engineer, then we're going to go down to the radio studio, which is located in the bar area. We're engineering right now, so don't go away. And uh, we're just engineering the engineering part of the engineering of the show. That's what we're engineering. Sounds great. Okay, but I hear other things outside of the train. The people talking and things like that. Maybe it's the the next car. Maybe we uh, should disconnect. It's a busy train station. Oh, it's a busy train station because everybody's yappling. All right, so uh, once again, uh, my name is Max, and I'm here with my uh, chief engineer and boss and... uh, and such, and her name, yep, her name is uh, Dr. Susie Block, and uh, good evening, Dr. Block. Good evening, Prince Maximilian, and I don't know if I'm an engineer, I consider myself more of a conductor. Conductor. Mm, yes, mm. I conduct Conducting. great orchestral visions, and I am envisioning... An interesting trip on tonight's FDR, the Bonoboville Streamer. If you're tuned in live, remember, remember the 5th of November from the classic V for Vendetta. And it's Naughty November. Tis indeed. First show live of Naughty November on FDR. And it's almost your birthday, Captain Max. Uh, Yes, yes, indeed. It's almost my birthday. I am, just in case you don't know, in my golden years. Now, golden years. What they don't explain to you about these golden years... Are the golden showers... (laughs) are the golden showers, but also (laughs) the golden replacement of the parts Mm. of the body of the person who has the golden golden years. You're lucky to be alive. (laughs) That's right, that's right. With all your parts, even uh, if some of your parts are borrowed from other parts. uh, Yeah, one of my parts is borrowed from the other part. And that part has been in there for a long time, and that part doesn't know that it's a new part. Mm-hmm. It still thinks it's the old part. That's the story of the golden years. Ah, yes, yes. There's memories, and then there's... Memories. And lack of and memories lack of. and memories. And you know, lack both of. tend to sag. As you get a little older, but the alternative is being under, down, under, down under. not between my legs, but under you mean the down earth, under the worms. You mean down in Australia? As long as there's still worms. Oh, and Australia, too. Yeah. Down under, yeah. That's another down under. That's another down under. So, uh, tonight, uh, we're uh, 
verifying our email right now. <laughs> Call-in's great. This is our third live call-in show. Right. And you should step right in. And step if you want right to speak, up. put yourself on the caller area. And you can comment in the comment area. And yes, it is coming up on my beloved primate partner, lover boy, my witness. Can I get a witness? And husband of over 30 years, Captain Max, a.k.a. Prince <coughs> Maximilian Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph Leblevich. Leblevich. The beer, right? The palaces. Maximilian. Maximilian Charles. Mm, Charles. This is your brother. Uh, yeah, that's also my name. I have 11 of these names. Oh, Charles is also your name. That right, Charles too much a, information for too me. Mu- way I too have much to remember that's your brother, right? And then your mother's side, yeah, and the philangieri, the bankers, the bankers and the philosophers, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and a war criminal, right? Uh, oh, yes, and a, a war criminal, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Gaetano Filangieri's son. But Gaetano Filangieri himself was an advisor to Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson. Correct. Correct. We're getting a little bit of canceling and cancel culture these days. Nevertheless, you know. I'm it's, being canceled? Uh, no, no, oh. no. Not Gaetano Filangieri. He's not actually famous enough yet. But he did advise, I think, for the better. Franklin and Jefferson in terms of freedom, the, you know, the, the, the pursuit prim- of happiness. Yeah, the, that, that was the basis. You can have all these laws and uh, you can have all of that kind of stuff. But if you are not happy, first of all, you will not have any golden years. Okay? You will just have a terrorism in your life. Yeah, what are you looking for? I'm now? looking for a mouse. Oh, a mouse. I'll take a dirty rat. Where's my mouse? Ah, uh, I knew it. I knew it. My mouse, mouse has been kidnapped. There it is. My precious little baby. Mm. So, anyway. All right. I so. was distracted momentarily. It is also the Bonobo Way anniversary, the eighth anniversary, because I gave you the Bonobo Way for your birthday. Righto. Eight years ago. Righto. So we're excited to just celebrate the Bonobo Way anniversary. Over 55 star reviews on Amazon. It's all about evolution and revolution as well as conflict resolution via peace through pleasure and female empowerment and male well-being. Got to remember that equation and well we just presented make kink not war be bonobo at the domcon convention of 2022 and soon we'll have a peace love and bonobos roundtable release from yale university so the bonobo way is getting around hey and captain max is getting on <laughs> Captain Max, I want you to know, is a lifelong sex revolutionary. A real 
love revolutionary and my romantic hero, personally, and a pioneer in First Amendment freedoms, which are definitely in jeopardy right now, as well as erotic expression, which is totally getting censored all over the place, not canceled, censored by the corporations, and also a pioneer in reader-written publishing, which I must say is flourishing, except for Twitter, (laughs) which has been just destroyed already. It's amazing. We're going to talk about that. But yes, Max really invented reader-written publishing back in the 70s when everybody says, how dare you have readers writing about stuff? You should have professional writers. (laughs) And you don't edit? What's wrong with you? You And he uh, said, yes, put it all out there. there, There's another block that I was talking to about that. John. Uh, well, I didn't see it. I said it. I'm John. We are on opposite ends of the political spectrum right. and we're not related, but we share a last name and, and a Yale a pedigree of some sort. Something like that. Yeah. And. Uh, Dog collar. And he, he was stunned by the idea that there were no reporters. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yes. I could just see his eyeball. How dare you? Right. Yeah. No reporters. <laughs> Anyway, and the reader is the columnist. So we are two old folks, and we have been doing this a way, way long time. But now everybody's doing it. Yeah, well, everybody. Now every reader That's is right. a columnist. And That's in fact, the columnists just pretend they're regular readers like us. Right. That's always the way it is. So we are always too ahead of our time. That's the problem. Uh, yes. Now we're in our golden years. And... Max is getting to a birthday. He is also a great designer and a great kisser. A great kisser. Mm. Don't censor our sound effects. Happy naughty November, everybody. Come take a lick Mm -hmm. with us. Lickerica. Lickerica. Okay, so uh, we've been doing this a long, long time. And uh, yes, it's my birthday coming up, November 8th, 19. Uh, no. 19. Well, you were born in 19. So I was born you in could 19, say that. 1943. Right? There you go. 1943. In the middle uh, of the Second World War. In the middle of the Second World War, so I consider myself a war baby. Okay? Uh, uh, just like the, the the kids in Syria and and, and other parts of the world, uh, Europe was being bombed uh, mm-hmm. uh, by the Nazis and by the Americans and by the British and and uh, little rich kids like myself were sent out to uh, to farms and, uh, and mainly Switzerland, uh, high up in the Alps, and it was uh, absolutely beautiful and. Uh, that warm cow milk in the morning. Warm cow milk. You in went the outside morning. and it was cold as shit. But, the, but then you took those. Doesn't sound sanitary. Big, big nipples. And you yanked on them, and this warm, bubbly, right. buttery 
I actually did that once yeah. when I worked with the Mennonites oh, out yeah, in Mennonite sure. right. country. Right. We milked cows and I milked them oh. and tasted some of it. <clears throat> I don't know if it's for me. I also killed chickens. I did that too right. on a kibbutz. Oh, you did it. Right. I did it at camp and we would put the chicken's head under our, our, our feet mm. and take it by the legs and snap their head off. Ooh. <laughs> I actually didn't kill the chicken. I take no. that back. I just helped to pluck the chicken. <clears throat> okay, so the lady of the house. Then did the uh, therein comes the running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Right. And they would. They would. Sure. They had a bunch of chickens running around with no heads. And it sounds very barbaric, but when you think about it, mass-produced chickens is much much worse worse a worse life for the chicken right than to become our food as individuals which we may have to go back to one day well, we're when headed there. the we're mega headed. machine has run its course and the capital scene sinks down down, down into down. its grave it's in its golden years i think Hey, you know, we have 17 live people listening. Live people, I as wonder, opposed uh, to the dead ones, I who wonder, are also listening. <laughs> I wonder how many dead ones are listening. Right. You know, that's the one thing the call-in doesn't show. Um, but okay. you should put yourself into the caller area. Where is that? Which I'm not exactly familiar with. I think I see it. And then we will talk to you. It's also, besides almost Max's birthday and almost the Bonobo Way anniversary. And if you're tuned in live, uh uh-oh, it's the last Saturday before one of the craziest, most polarizing election days in American history. Of course, we said that last time. But I think it is again, and oh, it's crazy. People are going crazier and crazier. Ilona Muskie is ruining Twitter. As we speak, a great example of why we need a massive wealth tax. Really, he's ruining it. I see trending, go Elon, with all his little bots. It's really amazing. It's amazing. I'm here and call in kind of hiding. But I see some of my friends are here, and I hope you put yourselves into the caller area. I'm even going to give a shout out to Be De Love. They're there because it's also De Love's birthday, Danielle's birthday, I think yesterday, or close to now. All oh, you Scorpios. Whoa. Is that why there's so much craziness going on? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. So everybody's saying happy birthday to you, Captain Max. All the people I'm now suddenly seeing the messages. Thank you. I don't know if I should repeat them all. Ruby, Adriana, Rich, Gideon. Lots of happy birthdays for Captain Max, as it should be. And then Be the Love Light says, Ha ha, Scorpio crazies. You betcha, we know what we're talking about. We poor little air signs become bubbles in your great rivers of craziness. <laughs> anyway, here we are. 
We like to blow bubbles. It's fun. Actually, it, Scorpios are very sexy. Let me just say that. Here, I'm with one for 30 years. Yeah, you know, uh, if, if you want to give me, send me a present, I'm registered at Bed, Breakfast, and Beyond. Oh, and send us a bed. We love beds. We got lots of beds. We got mattress madness here. We got the, so many mattresses oh, yes. that the city council went bananas. I have been doing mattresses for years. I started doing Mat- a poetry show from a mattress. Mattress madness. I was the kind of student that had my mattress on the floor, actually, and would have meetings and uh, did everything. Uh, I don't, my mattress uh, created uh, art, had I sex. Don't, I don't know if that's allowed in Arcadia to have your mattress this on the floor. In New Haven. Oh, in New Haven, maybe, but here in... Here in Arcadia, you cannot have your mattress on the floor. There are a lot of unspoken rules in Arcadia, which is ruled by a kangaroo court. A kangaroo court, and it's somewhat n- similar to the L.A. City Council, but more small town. And it's named after uh, uh, what's his name? The the. That guy, Arcadia, the guy. The guy, yeah, Arcadia. No, the other guy, the guy, the the guy that's a half animal and and has hoofs and. Pan. Pan, right? Pan rules Arcadia. That's correct. Really, Arcadia is that's the correct. wild. That's what it is. It's the beautiful greenery. Correct. And Pan is the lord, and I'm Lady Pan, so the lady of the wild, and Pan is also. The patron saint of the bonobos. So happy anniversary, Bonobo Way and Pan Paniscus. Pan rules the bonobos because the bonobos are very sexual and very earthy and very sustainable. Also, Pan is the kind of antecedent to Satan, but we'll get into that later. The church turned Pan into Satan. Some people are trying to take Satan back. We have Pan. We love Pan. There's so many Pan holidays, actually. Yeah, I think we have more Pans than most people in the kitchen also. Peter Pans. Peter Pans. Pots and Pans. Pots and Pans. Is Pots married to Pan? Or Pan married to the pots. I'm married to you. Oh, we're married oh, to each we're other. We're married to each other, and it's almost your birthday. Hey. And I hope you go through it nicely. Yes, I'm growing a new leg <laughs> in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the doctor says it'll be a little while. It takes a while to grow a leg. Here's beloved delight. Be the love light. Bonobos let themselves feel the force of all. That's a needy pun on pan meaning all. This is very deep. He should get into the collar area. Get into the collar area. Yes, Bert agrees with me. V for Vendetta was an awesome movie. And see, Max, you are my V without the violence. I love V for Vendetta too, but not the violence. I especially love the mask and the kind of revolution, but it ain't perfect. But hey, it's a good movie. So everybody's excited and people are ready to get naughty. How have you been naughty today or so far? Have you, you know, played with the thing? Because we are going to talk about naughty sex. Naughty sex is not 
so bad, I think. No, not at all. It's maybe a little forbidden, taboo, but not like illegal usually, I think. Not really bad for anybody. It's not nasty. Like nasty is the way I would describe politics. I mean, there's such a thing as nasty sex, of course. And for some people, nasty is naughty. It's all in how you define words. And now that everyone is a journalist and reader written material, everyone defines words differently, Max. How can you defend what you have brought upon society? I don't want to defend it. (laughs) You must. It's it's your birthday. You have brought this in. You started reader written journalism. And now everybody's got to say. Well, you know, when I used to publish the magazines, I say, you're going to meet people you never wanted to meet. People you never wanted to meet. And that's what we have now. That's a terrible introduction to our next caller. Oh, Because yes, we really are glad that we met him. But our next caller on call-in is Be the Love. Hello. That's how that works. Did that is this really magic? Did I really just use this app? Yes, to isn't yes. this a great app? Yes, it was magic. It is oh, mystery and magic, and here we are, like we're on the phone. And now I'm going to sing my song. Oh, it's his birthday and yours, Danielle. Magic. You could compete. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Ma- there's there's magic mm-hmm. in the air. Go ahead. No, I no, want to no. hear. <laughs> Captain Max's song. Yeah, go for it. You were singing earlier. I I know Strangers in the night. We were two strangers. (laughs) Strangers in the night. And then... (laughs) Balls of fire. Yeah, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. You got balls on fire? Or are we going to drown him in that Scorpio River of Truth? Can you? Uh, I, you know, something glitched on the app for a second. I heard strangers in the night, then I heard balls on fire. That's about the yeah. extent of where we're going that, here. That, that, this is a highly intellectual uh, app. Uh, app. All right. Happy birthday. Is happy, that the theme? happy is that the theme birthday. For our birthday. This is a birthday show right here. It's yeah. a very kind of casual uh, birthday show. When is when is your birthday? Well, it, it was, uh, I guess, yesterday. It's all in flux. It's all. I lost a day in the sauna. We've, been, yeah, we've become we sauna. That's a good thing to do on your birthday. Dry birthday. up. That's a good thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that was part of the problem is I got way too fucking dry in the sauna. Well, that's what happens. And, and, then, and then we had to balance all that dryness with some Juiciness. naughtiness. Which, were, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't that naughty. It was actually kind of... Naughtiness uh, is an not eye that roll, naughty. Like your yeah. thing. Well, well, you know, we had another little thing where we were unceremoniously asked to leave the hostel without uh, without anyone explaining oh, that. Oh, well, up. that sounds pretty sure. naughty. But, but, thankfully, but thankfully, I was, thanks to all my good therapy with the Dr. Susan Block Institute, I was able to calmly walk to the shower while, rather than engaging with any of the dumb oh. shit. I was able to stay calm good in the for shower, you, let the water wash over me. And I was able to talk some sense into my husband or, and stay calm and explain, look, you know, we didn't do anything that would deserve us being asked to leave from oh. here. 
And it's clearly this hungover person who's part of our, you know, you share rooms in a hospital. So we had this oh. poor guy, you know, some poor sleep deprived guy join our room and oh. we were naked and he shows he up. He had and, such and an started, opportunity. Yeah. I, well, I tried to explain it. The first thing I said, I said, hey, we're nudists. You know, I could tell I was on a wow. therapy call with Jacob of all people when he showed up. So it was kind of awful. Jacob's <laughs> obsessed oh, my with goodness. Wow. Oh, he no. Really? Oh, it's over. surround no, sound now. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah, the two of you were home. naked in a room at a hostel with yeah. bunk beds or... Kind yeah, of with little beds. beds. You know, we just we thought it would be funny to get one of those full size bunk beds and see, you know, who showed up on our top bunk, you know, just to see who let showed me, up. Let me ask you a question. Do, do these do the top bunk beds have holes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think that the person that came in might have wished wish they, were, oh. they would, right? Well, the problem was is that I kind of ignored him, and that was I think he got jealous because I I was yeah. I was so focused on Jacob trying yeah. to give Jacob this therapy because and oh, myself of therapy course it's like a Jacob's to me fault. And we, well, we give each other therapy. Yes. He gives me therapy because we have the same uh, Oedipal uh, Electra right. issues with our right. dad. But it is important to acknowledge the person in the room. Well, it's important to acknowledge who's in your room. Well, yeah, exactly. So, so he shows in, I smile and nod, but I'm like, you know, in the middle of this call with Jacob and it's very intense. And I think he got a little bit, um, he was hoping, you know, I think he, he was coming to this hostel to meet people and meet yeah, we, sexy we people. Both, we and, both naked. You wow. know, we were sexy and naked and, and, and having, and having a juicy conversation. Yeah. And he was, he wanted to come in and turn all the lights off and go to sleep. You know, he was, he but was naked. like, he was like hungover from... No, 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 no. Oh, this was not a naked no, hostel. No, this is no, no. This no. Is a, this Unfortunately, is a, the only naked part is the hot. Is this? Yeah, the sauna. We're in between nude nude resorts. <laughs> I we see. have to raise some money, so maybe some people can donate I, for that. I hope you're journaling in some talk. way your travels in and out of nude resorts and acceptance and rejection hostile she's like both she's meanings of the story. word hostile you yeah, know is the hostile to. welcoming or hostile yeah well you know well, that, you, mean you gotta try not to talk over each other that's one oh, thing I'm, I'm sorry that's so unsexy that's spank, the thing i'm learning spank spank spank, spank spank naughty Oh, thank you, Max. That's a good reminder. We were talking about how you both are like surrogate, uh, you know, parental energies Mommy, that are that help replace the patriarchy, the the toxic, unfunctional, dysfunctional elements. Somebody's got to do it. Had from yeah, religion, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 and you're doing such a great job of that for so many. Well, people. you know, we all need mommies and daddies. And yeah. Well, I, I did my part and changed sex. Preferably not our biological ones. I should say that <laughs> we need mummies and daddies, and we need they and could daddies. be of all different levels of parental care. And really, the biological ones are fraught with issues often. Anyway, I'm also hearing the mega machine being fraught with issues. We are on call in talking with. Danielle Watts, movie star, and chef 
Be Live famous culinary artist, and they are called together Be the Love Live Light. That is a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah, you know us. We like to twist. So tell me again Uh what you were saying when I said you should be journaling in some fashion, whether it's writing or videoing or something. Well, that the only thing that's, I mean, not the only thing, but one of the major things that's, oh, God, got me through these last months living at my father's house, which... Speaking of the patriarchy. As a, thir- as a 36-year-old woman who has had a phenomenally loving relationship with my father. And I will always, I've had so many positive, yeah. creative experiences. But, you know, still being a 36-year-old woman with my husband, it was a whole thing. And I wrote back in March when Live got hit in the head uh, randomly by some person who still remains mysterious to us and ended up in the hospital. I started writing. And I've been writing since then about all the travels and daddy stuff. And oh, and that's what we're going to publish soon. Yes, yeah, right. I'm hoping yeah. if there if Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's in my inbox. Right. We're not going to edit it, well, by the way. It, oh, I was just literally going to say maybe it needs an edit because I just let myself ramble on like Jack Kerouac. Uh, that's we're okay. going to do it we're like right. Max's journals as well as Counterpunch. Doesn't edit my work. So oh. we're not going to edit your work. We might pull together some of the broken lines. Well, I've just been writing, editing it in March because I, it was the only way that I could cope with the immense amount of trauma that I've been uh, processing. Yeah. And I like to focus on the sexy you know, parts of it because, because there are a lot of beautiful things that come from embracing one's trauma and, yeah. and getting turned on by it. Like how Live and I had great sex after being asked to leave right. the possible wow. because it 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 stirred up yes. all of these repressed uh male friction. fantasy with be live a lot uh, of yeah, you know sex is friction and often conflicts of different sorts mm. if you can manage them well, they are aphrodisiacs so can you hold that thought be the love Live, <laughs> light, because I want to say hi to someone named Dale, who's right next to you, and I'm not sure if you can talk at the same time, but perhaps no, you can, can if Abe can figure it out. Oh, that's and disappointing. I'd like to talk to okay, Dale. Okay, so Dale <laughs> is here. Perhaps you can. I think you can. It's the Dale oh, Show. Okay, it's the Dale Show. Yeah. How's it going, Well, Dale? i got to make an entrance. Yeah, right? you just did. No, I'm... I'm Enter my I'm womb room. I'm that we're talking about something like this. Well, you, you want my right? womb room uh, for Max's <laughs> birthday. I mean, I'm gonna have to, you know, like you first. You're gonna have to. <laughs> but, uh, it, it takes some. It takes. A, it takes a little time long. to like us. Not too long, really. You know, a couple of years or if, so. Unless you get mad at me, I guess you could have expectations no. I can't fulfill. Who knows? We're just nope, getting not, to know I'm each not, other, I'm Dale. Not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a pussy ass Let's like that. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you disagreed with me on something mm, and then okay. never like you again. Well, Don't put down pussy asses. First of all, pussy <laughs> or ass, either one or together. I, I don't don't put it down. Very important. One you need to sit on and shit, mm. and the other, 
And the other part is a whole other thing. We honor the pussy and the ass sometimes. Although you got to be careful. But anyway, yeah, we do. This is oh, a highly do. intellectual we, we show. This is very sex positivo. Tell us about yourself. Do you have yeah, a... Yeah, Dale, where are you from? Where? A motto, a question, a statement, a fantasy. A fantasy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can get there. I can dive into that. Go right ahead. So, it's naughty November. Go right I, ahead. New, I, I hope I hope you're gonna produce this because I don't mind being, you know, produced. That's all right. We're producing. Um, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead and uh, post this podcast. Okay, know. we're doing oh, yeah, that. Right. Yeah. So, what part of the world are you from? Minneapolis, Minnesota. All right. All right. Okay. Welcome. And she asked me other good questions too. You got to remind me. Yeah, that that was a good question, wasn't it? Where are you mm-hmm. from? Huh? And what's That's your fantasy? Deep. Oh, ah, I yeah. hooked enough. up but didn't tell us. Do you have a fantasy? All right. Dale? All right. We are talking about sex. We are talking about sex, and I did just randomly join a room and we're talking naughty about sex, sex so nasty politics, know. and the bonobo yeah, way. Yeah. All right, so I'll start with my fantasy. Okay. My fantasy, my fantasy is to to get a blowjob from one girl while another girl is making out with my neck and or face. Uh, I'm, I'm just like out with interacting neck? with, like necking what, what is she, or giving you oh, a hickey. Yeah, neck, or you, sucking no, your necking, neck. Necking, necking, yeah. like no, the old fashioned necking. See, you're speaking right, like Max's the language. That's right. We used to necking, neck all the time. Darling. That's even before my time. We said making out. Yeah. But no, necking, no, wow. Okay. Yeah, necking. Yeah. That's my fantasy. Fun. Like, yeah. yeah well, I, I, one I girl getting down mm-hmm. and one girl necking. Hey. That's, That's a beautiful hey, thing. Hey, hey. You know, if the girls like each other even better, but they better like you. So yeah. I hope no, you uh, no, find no, your no. fantasy uh, country. They, they need to. They need one day. Like each other. Have you ever had that or no? <laughs> or just a fantasy? <laughs> Kind of close, close. like, um, hang on, hang on, hang on, about 20 years ago, like, I was a safe space for the, this lesbian, you know, bisexual pair of girlfriends, and one day, one of them came by to, you know, give it to me. That sounds very doable. You could certainly involve sex workers and do that. Or you could be really a cool guy. No, um, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be without girls. workers. Yeah. It's gotta. It's gotta be the, the real thing. thing. But, hey, on this show, we do not say that sex work is not the real thing. You can say it's gotta be without Whoa. actual cash exchanging hands. I get it, but sex work is a very well, it's real be thing. Absolutely. Hey, I'm with you okay, on that. Thank I'm you with you on that perspective. Be with us. I, I was going be to with us and we'll root for you. you. We may find me. you this ultimate female duo. I'm, I'm this. I'm. This is where it's at. Whenever you see my show. Okay, clock. what's your show? This is where. Oh, it's oh. At. Like this it's, is um, where it's at. Is the name of your show. I got right. you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm getting uh, to know uh, you, I'm Dan. Calling. Okay, well, I can't wait yeah, to. Yeah. to and when, when is your show on? So we. When is your Whenever show? the hell I do it. That's how it catch, is nowadays. C- catch me if right. you can. We try to be consistent, but <laughs> we can see this world is not yeah. in that space. Consistency is not prized. But we got this person named Schnarf. Is that a person? A cat? Oh, 
I was just on Snarf's oh, show. Oh, okay. So um, we're getting the Snarf other podcasters now. Yeah, this is, this, <laughs> is, this is very interesting. Right, of course, of course. Bring on, bring bring on, on bring Snarf. On about, like, yeah. um, but we want to get back yeah, to yeah, being Bring on about 10 hours at a time. Because live light. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Of course, of course. We're going to get back to everybody. But Dale. You don't have to worry. We are going to mute ourselves. Can I ask you a question, Dale? Share the... Do you only like receiving oral sex, or are you also into going downtown? All right, I'll give it to a girl, like if I really love her, if or if I really think she's hot. I've only done it a few times. But you'll take it if she's just so-so, and there's another one necking with you, right? Well, I mean, there's levels to what you'll do. I get it. Yeah, I'm just getting clear. Yeah, I understand. I understand. When you're putting your face in someone, then it is a little more intimate than having someone's face in your crotch. Right. That's how it is. So that needs to be all the more appreciated when someone does that. I'm willing to be appreciated. Okay. I'm willing. I'm willing right. to address. All right. Well, we'll see if and we get any takers is, for Dale. It is. <laughs> it is the appreciation. It is the appreciation. You are correct. I am agreeing with you. On so that. it's Max's birthday, but if Dale gets his wish. Okay. So when I was a kid, I used to watch a Big Joe's Happiness Exchange, right. and we would, they would go on the air and say, "I need a refrigerator. All my <laughs> eggs are getting rotten." Right. And then another caller would call in and go. I have a refrigerator. He has to come pick it up and so forth. So we are Dr. Susie's and Max's happiness exchange. Man wants blowjob. <laughs> Erotic happiness, I guess. <laughs> Erotic happiness. Uh, anyway. Yes. Blessed by Pan. Yeah. And we're, only, we're only kidding. No money exchange. No, no money. We are not sex workers. We honor sex workers, but this show is a free-for-all. Except it is sponsored by my institute. That's another thing. And we're not in a commercial mode right now. We're going to say, Dale, hang on. We're going to talk with Schnarf. Schnurf? I think that would be a U. No? Schnurf? Or it looks like Schnarf. Okay. But you would like to be called Schnurf, and I should speak your language, Schnurf. Welcome. <laughs> okay, so, so Schnarf is, well, Snarf. Snarf was a character from a cartoon, oh. and I, I, I elected to make him my mascot. Ah. All right. So he's, uh, <laughs> well, I have very little in common with this, uh, with this creature. Really? We're very... Why did you yeah. elect to I'm make not. him your mascot if you have so little in common? Because that's the irony of the whole uh, irony. of the whole thing. He's a, he's a, he's like a Ooh. little actually. So so in the cartoon, he's supposed to be a, a like a manny <laughs> for the main protagonist, and uh, he's he's a very nurturing kind of half pet, half nanny, uh, half so, human, uh, half cat uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, he looks kind yeah, of menacing, like a, a menacing cat. But anyway... Well, in, in that picture, he's menacing, but in the cartoon, he he's not. He also has I'm more of a ears that do look like horns, <laughs> which I like. I like the horny look. 
horny ears. They have a look of horns when you squint. I have never done anything with any human being's ears. That sounds really. Good. You don't have ear no, sex. No, I mean I've nibbled You've on ears. You've nibbled but, on ears, but it's have not you ever like I stick my ears? finger in someone's oh, ear. Oh, the best feeling is an ear massage. Really, especially if you're an audio person like me, and you wear headsets a lot. <laughs> And then you take off the headsets and you lay back in your lover's lap and you let him just rub your or her or it just rub your ears and pull them. And I'm not saying stick their fingers in your ears. And some people like tongues in their ears and that's okay. I'm just talking about fingers rubbing ears. And bonobos do this too, by the way. It's the cartilage. Yes. You're you very good at that, with Captain Max. Yes, you have to play. Then you get an eargasm. You do. You get that kind of eargasm. <laughs> I mean, there's such a thing as an audio eargasm. I have never had an eargasm. You horny cats, you should get somebody to do it for you. You could do it to yourself, and it's okay. Not it's as, not as not good. Not as no, fun. No, of no. course. Nothing you do to yourself is as good. But sometimes so I was recommended to watch okay. your show or what? listen to what? your yes. show. What did you say? What? I'm sorry. I was recommended to, to listen to your show yeah. by one of the audience members. Oh, uh, wonderful. She's what? listening as well. Her name is Samantha. Hi, Samantha. And she said that this would be, I was asking, this would be right in my wheelhouse. So let's embarrass Samantha, Samantha a little bit. She's very beautiful. But. Yeah, she's beautiful. I was wondering who she was earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, hi, Samantha. <laughs> and I like her spectacles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I, she told me, to, well, there's two things that she told me, yes. and this is her assessment that I am hypersexual, oh. and that like this tendency of mine is I, like I'll, I'll have like a whole conversation about economics, capitalism, mm-hmm. all sorts of different mm-hmm. things, but in the middle of it all is always some kind of overly sexual conversation overly. that I uh-huh. start. Yeah, it's overly okay. sexual. It's always you about agree. something that happens, something that I'd like, uh-huh. something whatever, whatever it is, but. I'm constantly reverting back to sexuality right. and and I feel like I feel like something is wrong with me in the sense that I feel like I probably wasn't hugged enough as a child mm. where I want to basically basically make it up in my adult life by fucking my way through the general population. How old are you? I am 38 and are you married uh, or single? Uh, I am in a complicated solution, a so- okay. solution, situation. It's a solution to your situation <laughs> okay. for now. Okay. Uh, b- basically, I am. Yeah. I, I get turned on very quickly, oh. and I it takes me a very long time to release. It's a gift, and it's a curse in our society. You, you know, statistically, men think about sex every six. Seconds. That's the statistic. It, but yeah. I think one, that Schnarf one, here it, is one of the more active. Well, every six seconds? What do you, every <laughs> two seconds? What, what are you doing, Schnarf? I, I don't know, but I, I get aroused very quickly, and it takes Good. me a lo- It takes me longer to, to release. Ah. And it wasn't always the case. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. like, I, I actually, so I, I shared this this one example with, with, with somebody, and yeah. I was going back and forth, and I, and I, sa- I basically said this. I said there was one night that I remember I hurt my ankle and I ended up on the phone with with someone and we were talking and I masturbated furiously at least 17 times. And the next day I was hurting and it was it was completely wrecked. Mm -hmm. But here's the interesting part. I no longer am that crazy 
but I'm still somewhere in the in between the like there's days where I literally am masturbating and having sex or combination of both of like anywhere between five to ten times wow. and it, it's it's like it's become almost like a coping mechanism with life mm. but what's bothering me about it is this yes. is that I'm becoming more and more desensitized and I think that's the part of the problem with it and I went through a whole stretch of time where I was really intensely into S&M and I was really into sadistic kind of things and you know obviously I would find people that would cater to it but even that doesn't have that kind of luster to me so I don't know what's I feel like I'm over over sex so is there anything like this desensitized, desensitized state towards sexuality that could occur oh yes and like I said, what you have, what you characterize as over-sexualization, which of course is a subjective description. Somebody might be jealous of you and think, wow, I'd like to have a hard-on all day. Guys that struggle for that. <laughs> no, you don't want it. No. It's distracting. I understand. <laughs> right. Especially nowadays. But... Believe me, I do know guys that struggle and that feel very depressed to have lost their sex drive and to be flailing for that. But it is also a curse, of course. And yeah, I mean, as you fight it, because sex is friction, so it fights back and trips you up because... Of course, your sex drive, your sexuality is the trickster, is pan, is the playful part of you. And yeah, maybe there is something to do with your childhood and not getting enough of something. And maybe you do need some form of therapy to work this through and kind of get a better handle. Because not only are you always horny, so you say, whatever that might mean in your life, but it sounds like you're also getting difficulty releasing which is a counterpoint to the problem. It might not even be a problem, but this difficulty releasing and the compulsion, yeah, that is going to create a problem. And I can imagine it would with a partner and maybe even with you. And so, yeah, it's good to get into some therapy, talk about it, try to get an understanding. Maybe there's some fetishes involved that are particularly disturbing to you. And yet they're in you. But what, 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 like, have you ever encountered men that have a hard time releasing, yes. but don't have a hard time being yes. erect? Many times. What are their situations like? I mean, I don't need their names and addresses <laughs> and social security number. Uh, okay. Like, I, 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 their I mean, situations kind of, are like, like yours. Not exactly. But yeah, they get horny, they get hot, maybe not as often as you're saying, you sound like super hot. But yeah, they get excited and then they get frustrated and then they want to keep going. And they're saying, boy, in the old days, my wife would want to go all night. And now she wants to get it over with. I need to go all night. What do I do? And it's difficult. So... There are different types of issues that can come up, and it's partly physical and partly mental, and, you know, life goes on into our 
midlife and then our golden years and sexuality is always with us and we have to ride it gracefully like a mermaid. No, maybe that was a bad analogy. Don't write it like a mermaid. Well, I would write know. it like a mermaid. I don't know where Woo-hoo. the mermaid came from. I like riding for sex. Yeah, I'm a rider. So, merman, mermaid. I yeah. bet you are. But, you know, you sound like you're hypersexual as well. I, I don't know if it's... No, I don't know I'm just right. You're not? Hyper sounds too much. I don't like the word hyper. First of all, it's also a very contested word in psychiatry and psychology. The whole idea of hypersexuality, which is like sex addiction, which I generally don't believe in. Pause for effect. Well, I, I kind of believe it. I don't believe I'll tell it. You why I because you're sex feeling addiction. this and you'd like to give it a name. No, 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 no. I don't okay. think I'm a sex addict. Oh, okay. Addict. Yeah, I okay. think. Good. So, so the, 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 the person that I've encountered who is a sex addict uh-huh. was actually um a female friend of mine and i think it's not the activity itself like the constant need to have sex it was the accumulation of partners and she was constantly looking to have new partners and it it was almost like she was collecting souls for her little pokemon collection well novelties and aphrodisiac some people are into that it is unacceptable in polite society but listen i lived in a world for a while where swinging was very popular and there would be couples as well as individuals who were just like that who liked a new partner at every party and they were perfectly nice people and they might get in fights and they might break up and they might get together for a couple years with somebody that was the same way and then they try to be monogamous and it wouldn't work and it's perfectly natural it's difficult to navigate in our society which enforces monogamy like it's the law of the land it's difficult but the feeling of wanting to be with different partners a lot of people have that a lot of people like novelty a lot of people are turned on by that that's often a reason that people lose interest in sex with each other because they're together a long time you have to work at it to keep that love alive because we've been together 30 years, but that's a little long. But be the love Susan, line. Susan, this feedback we're getting is from Danielle. Oh. And be live. They have to mute themselves. Okay, or I was going to talk to them maybe for a oh. minute. Let's oh. talk to them. Okay. Put them on. Yeah, and let them answer. Okay. Hi, Danielle. Oh, hi there. I hope the feedback wasn't too, uh, didn't create too much tension. Mm, Lap, lap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm lapping up the feedback. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a great show. I mean, wow. Really, you know, I want to. I want to speak to Sharf. Snarf. Snarf. And and I used to be a big uh, Thundercats fan, so Snarf was a character that I remember. Uh, yeah, I don't well. know if you can speak to him, but you can certainly oh, text right, him. Right. Well, I'll just, I'll just say, I'll just. No, no, you can speak to me. I'm there listening. Is. I was just. Oh, like, oh, I was yes. listening to you guys. Oh, extraordinary. Yes. It's a party. <laughs> it's a block <blonde laughs> party for Max's birthday <laughs> on Fucktorich. And welcome. Yeah, yeah. By the way, now we know. Samantha is a, a, a wonderful anti I have felt her presence on a couple I of know, shows now. 
And so thank you again, Samantha. Amen and a women. All right, so be the love, live, light. Yeah. Can you respond to Schnarf? Yeah. In your experience. Yeah. Well, the sex addiction thing, you know, where you, what he was talking about with the girl. I don't know if he, this comes up a lot with people. A lot of people ask me about addiction and they ask what you think about it because they know we're involved with right. you and have been. And I, I often feel the need to, uh, to share mythology <laughs> around, um, yes. around like around spirituality because so much of our, you know, Joseph Campbell, the power of myth, are sort of. Uh, I, I'm from academia, you know, the Western U.S. University of Southern California academics. So I, I'm, you know, all these myth guys. When you study myths. So much of the the, the, the Chinese myths, uh, or I don't know, Tibetan or you know Hindu, all of these that coincide with one another have to do with this uh, raising of the consciousness through the sex energy, through these portals that they call meridians or chakras, up unto what we, they call the third eye, so that you have this expansion of consciousness that they call God. And the sperm comes out through the third wow. eye. All throughout Asia, all throughout China, that the that the goal of spiritual practice yeah, yeah, is to yeah. is to actually raise the sex energy to the crown chakra, so that one can be a deity, a living Tell god, it, Sister divine, Danielle. You know, God. And when I'm with you, Doctor Susie, I often feel that it's. My grandmother called me on my birthday, 9 a.m. Mm. Uh, a couple mm. uh, two days ago, and she, she was the first person to talk to me. Sharp as attack, 100 years old. Wow. Uh, no, she had to stop because of COVID. Yeah, but yeah, sharp, sharp as attack, and and mm. <laughs> why do I bring her up? Why do I always bring her up? Because you know we have this short attention span, and we forget that people can live to be to a hundred. But you know, these, these, these other cultures where there are more ancient uh, sort of cultures, lots of people live, sages live to be a hundred all, all over these places. And there are deep cultural um, ideologies around Tantra that have to do with spiritual practices of just taking all that primal wild energy and using it to enhance our capacity to use our brains in a clearer way. And I think that, you know, Live and I used to have sex all the time, point where I couldn't survive without fucking him in the car and everyone in the world heard about it because I wasn't oh, smart the, enough to be able to Narf maybe doesn't know this the story. Yeah, I wasn't smart enough to be able to hold back my impulses. I needed it then and I begged be live to <laughs> fuck me and then someone called the police on me and I had a, a, a little bit of a I had a little bit of a manic episode. No, no, but I'm giving him the, the cliff notes. I We weren't fucking like I didn't take my clothes off. We were trying to be discreet but the idea was that I is that I was in a bit of a manic state and I needed it. I felt that I needed it. And you did. It. And, and for, then for, one of the questions is, were you doing any harm to anyone? Yeah. No. Not, un not until I was handcuffed and I was scared. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> That's because you were handcuffed. But before that, you were just two people in a car having sex trying to take care of actual mental health needs i myself have had out. sex in cars in the past yeah especially I, in I my have, younger too. days I, I have also, many times and i, I would have I, hated I, to be arrested for that have you ever had sex in a rowboat oh that's even better <laughs> you sway that's a lot of oh yeah 
I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm oh, do yeah. That Let's do that for your birthday. <laughs> Sex in a robot. Yes, baby. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, Leanne Baby uh, is participating, too, about 17 times. You're going to wank your wanker off. Oh, she's talking about schnarf. Wanking yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he's wanking a lot. He's a little frustrated. Hey, listen, he's when, when, a little hard when on I, himself. When I was a little boy, <laughs> and I first learned that something, if you do something with the thing mm. with the penis, and you kind of rub it up and down and stuff like that, and twist it around a little bit, something shoots out. Right. Okay. And I was. <laughs> and I was. That was a revelation. It was a revelation. I was on a street corner in Montclair, New Jersey, in the 1950s, and I ran home to test this out. <laughs> and I masturbated, and I masturbated, and I masturbated, and I had three rooms in the house. Wow. And one of, yeah, one of the rooms was up on the third floor, and, uh, and it was winter time and so forth. And so I had this stuff coming out, you know, every... <laughs> Every 10 minutes I was doing this thing. And then I would take a, a school paper, a notebook, a paper, and then I would do it in the notebook paper and crumple it up. And then I would throw it out the window. And one day the housekeeper came by and she said, you know, Miki. 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 You should not throw that down. You take a toilet paper and you, you go into the bathroom, and that's how you do that. And I did that, and my dad walked in. I was you had an accent, too, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I or was were you speaking back. Italian to each other, actually? We, we spoke Italian in the house. And I w but I was sitting backwards on the toilet. Ah. So that was a little strange. I said, hi, Dad. How are Anyway. See, childhood. Uh, I, it's important to talk yeah, about your childhood right, to somebody. Right. Max talks about his childhood to the world. Some yes. people just need one person. But, yes, we are all traumatized by being forced into civilization. Let's put it this way. We have been in these bodies with these minds and these hearts and these gonads and these desires for about 200,000 years as human beings and it's only been in the last 8,000 years that we've been trying to restrict this to civilization and so we're not that knowledgeable it's hard it's difficult and we have a lot of natural beautiful feelings that we must yes control or else we'll get arrested true but having those feelings is not bad. And it is important to acknowledge those feelings, I think, to be natural. Yes. You love, love, love. And we should be natural somewhere in ourselves, even though we're plastic in so much of ourselves. It's closing in on us. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Who has a question? But it's also Somebody. Native American History Month, so we should pay attention to the natives. And go ahead with your question. Is that snarf? How much of how much of your fantasies are rooted in monogamy, and how much of them are rooted in sex with strangers, other people, 
or people in your fantasies or just people around you that you haven't had sex with? Are you asking me or asking Max? Well, Susan used to be a... I am asking all three of you. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take... I, I'll, I'll hop all in. Right. I'm Go ahead. kidding. I'm I'll hop in. Well, no, in a way, I, I, it's important that I do because... Um, just finishing the thought about why I'm going to fantasize about you all tonight when I have sex with him. So there you go. <laughs> is, is that I fantasize about everyone I've ever lived with because it's the only way that I can release the the tension of living with pe- of of living with people who believe that love is unnatural. Yes, you know when. You, you, you love is natural you know the love that you feel with your family and your little your brother and sister whoever your mommy daddy when you're you know, naked and you're not ashamed of your body that's that's love that's what love feels like at least that's the love i know and when i'm in environments where people are resistant to that love or have certain kind of like blockers or numbness or are sedating themselves in ways that won't allow them to share that love in, a na- in what I think is a natural way that brings a smile to one's face, then I often find myself masturbating about random people, you know, everyone from the, the front desk at the hotel manager to the person who is my chef to be lives children. And I don't feel shame about that because I don't think that living, I used to feel shame and I'm Live and I've had to work through that, but I think that it's important to recognize that what's happening is physical. What's happening is yeah. that I have a physical tension that I receive from interacting with these people in the same way that people get stressed out from going to work, you know, I'm just sensitive. And it's complicated so because sometimes it's because right. someone's a really great person and you feel a lot of right. love and sometimes... It's because they're your right. enemy. They're awful. They're awful. And you fantasize they're about them. They're trying to kick me out of the hotel. And wow. It's the, it's the guy. It's literally the guy the guy trying to kick us out of the hotel without speaking, yeah. out of the hostel, without speaking with us at all. I have, to, I have to bring him into my sex fantasy so that I can release whatever tension I absorbed from my interaction with him. And I think that's healthy. You know, I think that's something that... that, that sure. And we're not saying everybody does this, Snarf. I kind of do it. Actually, Max and I, we fantasize sometimes together about someone that we might have been with, that I might have just had a flirtation with, not a full-on sex, but maybe just a hug or a dance. The the fantasy can just be as real... As the actual it thing. It gets that I mean, sperm flowing. That, gets and that it thing goes going. shooting out, you know. And those little boys told me, it's right. sperm there's wars, a, baby. There's a, there's a little thing that comes shooting out. And yes, there are sperm That's wars. That's what it is. Which is it's uh, sperm yeah. wars. It's very, very almost mathematical in a lot of men. And it might not be quite so mathematical in as many women. And there is uh, everybody in between. But... Sperm counts kind of go up when a guy kind of feels like, hey, my woman could be with another man. He might not like it. He might be jealous. He might be a real asshole and do terrible things. But usually he gets excited. And that's the brain telling the testicles, we got competition. Let's get in gear, baby. Now, people that can ride this wave male and female and everybody in between 
go, yeah, I get excited about other people being with me, being with my partner. I am a social creature and I am a sexual creature like bonobos a little bit. Maybe not totally, not as hairy, but yeah, like bonobos. And so all I got to do, which is a big order, is ride it, you know, cowgirl style. And we are, we are really uh, victims of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, uh, of Christo-fascism, yes. where as soon as you get your head out of the, 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 the thing and they start pouring water on you, spitting on you, slapping you, and telling you that you're going to burn and in baptism hell. baptism is just an imitation of ejaculation. Right. <laughs> right. And this little kid... Uh, I just got here. I'm going to hell already. Somebody ejaculated on my head. What's going (laughs) on? What is this? It's holy water. Yeah. Uh, Right. Well, yes. Squirt for peace. peace. Make me feel almost dirty. You are, baby. Come on into our conversational Uh, orgy. Uh, No, I'll tell you why I feel dirty. dirty. I'll tell you why I feel dirty because both of you have have like something that seems to be a healthy relationship and a healthy understanding Uh and i feel like i have a toxic relationship because for me i think the reason why i'm not releasing is because for the most part i need to be um first of all my like i enjoy having sex with strangers do you have a significant other or not is there a relationship there i i am I am. There is a relationship, but but point being is my like what what gets me going is Snarf, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. What gets you going is the illicit criminal, not criminal, criminal. but the, the darkest criminal. spot, the darkest spot in your consciousness that could that you could turn the light on for. And if your partner can't be with you in that darkest place, it's like the Robin Williams film, What Dreams May Come. It's like if. You know, you need a partner who can go to that darkest place with you and not be afraid of the fact that you might want to fuck some random stranger in an alley with shit or whatever you're, I don't know. I mean, that's strangers <laughs> in the night. I asked Aphrodite to bless me, but, you know, that's a whole nother story. But I'm just, you know, it sounds to me like you want to go to the darkest place and you want someone who can go there with you because that's where the tension is. And that's. That, I mean, I would just say that that's been my path for the last nine years with Live, and it took me some time to be able to tell him what was going on. Like, hey, you know, sometimes while I'm fucking you, I'm like, all these people that I talk to are passing, passing through my psyche, like your son and daughter and your fucking, you know. I don't all right, know, let me ask else, Snarf a couple you know? questions here. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get to, well, let me I get to Snarf. I'd love to know if, if anything I've said was right. Danielle is a hand. No, she's great. She's fantastic. <laughs> She's the best. She's at everything. Anyway, you say you want all this sex. You're kind of getting all this sex. Are you saying you want to change? That you want to find love no. now? I, I think, so let me, let me explain. I, I feel like there's two people inside me. Um, when I was younger, I, I, I was kind of a degenerate. Like, I, I did whatever I wanted. There was no no force on earth that would stop me from doing whatever destructive, really? self-destructive nonsense that I was about. That's a talent. And I enjoyed... Well, I don't think it was to a survive talent. I think that. I'm just a product of... of a, I, I think I'm just a product of my environment. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I learned was to, was to never get attached. And... 
there was this kind of strange pleasure that I would derive from having sex with people and really just not being intimate with them at all and just kind mm -hmm. of very brutal, Are you very kind of self-serving. No, no, not, not always. But like the thing, but but the thing is, is that it it, it I'm was liking you less. It gave me a sense of freedom. To it gave me a sense of freedom. Not be respectful. That, that I could be. No, when I say not be respectful, be you know, when I was younger, I think I was a piece of shit because I would. I, maybe I would lead people on into believing that this was going to be a relationship or maybe there was feelings, but there wasn't. And I would just just kind of go from one person to another. And I think mm. I became habituated to that. So like when I encounter people who have like this healthy sex life and, and there's love involved, I think my problem is, is that I, I, I may be emotional, but I feel like what I want is to be separate from the individual that I'm, that I'm emotionally attached with and to have sex with everybody else and then come home and have sex with her. And it, it, it's just bad. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like there's something wrong with me. Okay. You know what? And maybe you like me Well, less, if you I were with a I gal like, like Danielle, else. maybe you could work something like that out. I, I mean, there's safety <laughs> issues involved. Of course. You know, Su Dr. Susie, I, I hear what he's saying, yes. and I've kind of been through all those periods yeah. in uh -huh. life. Yeah. Uh, so I find nothing unusual about what he says. Yes. Uh, I actually find I went through it, and uh, I also felt guilty and all, uh -huh. you know. And then I didn't anymore. It was a phase in my life. I was an asshole, whatever. And uh, now you um, had sex uh, with lots of different women oh, well, I, I when you were so young. I had so much sex when I was. That was a before young me. Kid. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, anyway, but it was a very detached sex. It was just for humping and pumping and releasing that little thing that comes up through. But with me, you have a very erotic life with other people. I mean, you have over the thirty years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yes. Because of our work and because of our because of, because our, of sex. our show, <laughs> yeah, and, and because of our although sex. we have private sex, yeah. yeah but don't don't, don't be har har harsh on You're yourself. Very harsh on yourself. Yeah, don't be harsh on yourself. It's actually quite a normal thing. And and the less you get laid, the more horny you get, and the more <laughs> sex <laughs> maniac you get. You know, so and respect, I think, is important as far as I see it, which might be challenging and that is one of the purposes of BDSM kink is to invest respect and rules into practicing dark passions and letting those dark passions release in a context of rules and respect and then people can play games like cop and criminal or whatever you want to play democrat and republican i don't know or, or cop a cop a cop criminal, criminal. cop a feel of a criminal or a cop you can role play a lot of this is imagination it's like they talk about the metaverse but it's really in your heart and we're just 
trying to help you to navigate the movie in your mind, to forgive yourself for a lot of feelings, and yet when it comes to real life, understand that you are interacting with other people and that their feelings matter. And that that has, should have, let's say, nothing to do with your sex drive. You can have a high sex drive and still be respectful. You can practice kink and still be respectful. In fact, maybe practicing kink helps you to be respectful and find partners that are into that and that can say, hey, I have a main partner and we just do this and then we go to play parties or he goes off with other partners and he does bondage games and we save only PIV, which is penis and vagina sex for each other. Or maybe it's the opposite. Although nowadays, I don't know if I would be spreading the penis and vagina sex. I think that's one of the beauties of kink. It's Thanksgiving month, naughty November, and spankings don't spread diseases, and they're lots of fun. But yeah, it's not necessarily penis and vagina, although it can lead to that or follow that. But have yourself a spanking good time. There's different ways to deal with it, but the most important thing, I think, is to accept yourself as being someone who has a high sex drive. And yes, that can be expressed in a bad way, like anything in life. But sex itself gets kind of a bad rap, especially these days. But I guess in all different days, it gets a bad rap. Society, government, and police, and religion especially, and capitalism try to control your sexuality, your natural flowing sexuality. You need to get up in the morning and go to the factory. Right. You need to and get you need up to in make the children. And you need to make children because the army needs kids. Now, speaking of which, you got to vote. Yes. Okay, I well, vote. I voted too. I just sent in my vote, and I am happy to participate, and yet I am nervous to face fascism. And let me just say, yes, it's lesser of two evils time. Let me just do a little commercial right now. Sure. If you're listening live or before the vote is happening, get out and vote. If it's after the vote, it's too late. Just stay home and trip out on your fantasies. Pull your pud. I don't care. But if it's Tuesday, get your ass up. Play ball. Don't just play with your balls. We don't have a perfect democracy at all. We have an oligarchy. It's ridiculous. And we have war. It's awful. But it could be Worse. Worse. It could be worse. It's kind of getting worse, but kind of we're holding on. And folks, let's not make it worse. Let's hold off the fascism. The, 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 the fascism. You know, I grew up in the middle of that whole mess uh, in, uh, in Italy and, and Europe and... Uh, there's no good to it. There's no good to it. There is no good to people that don't want to help other people. There is no good to people who don't want to uh, give uh, give to others. Uh, there's no good to uh, anyone who doesn't want to share. Okay? There's no good in that. Right. 
you have to surround yourself with good. You can't change the world, but you can change your world. And so there's levels of good. There's relative right. levels of good. And we understand that a lot of the Democrats are not great. Most of them, all of them, are not great. But the Republicans, I'm going to spell it, are just horrific. You guys can pillory me or Hillary me, and I don't like Hillary, <laughs> but I can't stand what we've become. Poor Hillary. And let me just say, Ilona Muskie, you know, it's one thing, the country, okay? But my Twitter country, and I do feel that I live on Twitter at least as much as anywhere else, although less so these days, a little bit less, because Ilona Muskie has taken control of Twitter. And it is like Donald Trump becoming president. I thought it was a joke at first, and that sane people who run things that are important would prevail, but no. This is what it is, and now he is ruining Twitter faster than Trump ruined the country. Well, for $8, you can get a little blue dot. Wow, you can get a little blue check. I'm masturbating, honey. I'm coming. Oh, man, it's so exciting. Oh, that is so funny. And he says that that's going to put you... Here's a tissue. That they're going to put you right up there with the corporations and and movie stars who have little blue things. Now, are they paying... Okay. This is falling apart. That's all it's about. It's about a guy who makes trucks running a platform and what he is doing is distracting he is distracting from the well he's also getting out of madness he just wants to tank it probably he's also getting out of the car business because now everybody's catching up with the question the eternal question with ilona muskie is are you stupid or are you evil who's ilona muskie Quick question again. <laughs> yes. What, what, what do you identify? Like, I'm curious because I didn't I didn't see the semblance of politics in this discussion until oh. now. But oh yeah. Here we are. What do you identify as politically? Oh my goodness, the words, my darling, escape me. I'm basically a communist. I'm a sexy lefty. Yeah, she's a sexy lefty. I'm a fucking. <laughs> I'm a fucking communist, right? My great, my uncle was a communist. My 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 other family, they were fascists. I'm bonobo. Yeah, and uh, and my uncle was a wonderful man, and he was Jewish, and he got caught up in the gulags and all of that shit, and uh, he escaped because he was an artist, and he immediately changed his name to a French name, but basically. The oil that's in the fucking ground belongs to the people. We should put the Native Americans in charge. I'm telling you, it's Native yeah. American Month. This is the time to do it. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Native American. Dr. All right, Susie. we'll put Danielle, Danielle in charge. Okay, Danielle. You can call me the love. Just right, I know. I mix it up. No, I try no, to keep I'm people on your toes, you including you. you Beautiful you, toes, you, by you, the way. I love the toenail polish blue. Woo. You know, um... <clears throat> 
Um, what was I going to say? I distracted you with the toenails, uh, yeah. huh? <laughs> with the toenails. I, He's I a foot right fetish. F- so. I'm a, I he love loves feet. pretty feet. I, Your grandfather. Yeah. I, I love little toes. I love He's ten so little lesbians. so good les- at rubbing my toes. Ten, ten little, les- <laughs> ten little lesbian Ooh, girls living in I a shoe. I love it. What could you have better? I have toegasms. Yeah, she has eargasm, toegasms. Uh, boom. Uh, anyway, no, listen. The air that is polluted by chemicals and people with no conscience who only care about bottom lines. That air is for us. It's for all of us. And we've got this guy from the water company that says water is not a right. Oh, right. Are you you talking about the the CEO CEO of Nestle? Imagine this guy. We were talking about him way back with Abby Martin. Right. When we first interviewed her in 2014. Yeah, yeah. She was on to that. Can you imagine this guy? Nestle. Yeah, I'm going to take your water and sell it to you. (laughs) Oh, folks. Well, we're almost out of time. We got to wind it up. This has been a great birthday show. And yes, yes, my politics are bonobo. I believe in the bonobo way of peace through pleasure. Uh, Can I just add, uh, now it came back to me. There are no bad governments. There are bad people that run governments. Corrupt people. Corrupt people that run governments. And unbonobo people. Government is just a structure. Bonobos have a government. And the females are in charge. And the males are very well nurtured and everybody's happy and people well they're not always happy actually but they're okay and they never kill each other in the wild or captivity and there are no incels in bonoboville and they're into fetishes and they have different sex with different bonobos and they're very interesting they're very close to us they're not us but they're very close to us well, in that trippy way, I just want to say something to Captain Max. I'm sorry, Dr. Susie, but I'm scared I won't be able to say it before the show's Had over. Don't interrupt <laughs> me, but I will let you because you are such a beautiful blue-toed woman. She is actually beautiful. You should look her up. Uh, she's an actress, a very good very actress, good. who has chosen a different path. Mm. It's all acting. Well, thanks all the you. world's a well, stage. It's all acting. <laughs> Thanks to you both, I think that Be Live and I have, have have had the influence of embracing what love can do and be. In. Mm-hmm. We're not quite bonobos, but you're close. Way like the that our soul is revealed as we look in the psychic mirror of what they are. Yes, you are. And, you know, psychedelics just simply means to reveal the soul. Mm, and there's a psychedelic revolution happening. You know, we have President Biden pardoning all marijuana um, offenses, you know, starting Not a Not the ones that are actually campus. in prison. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But I'm just saying he's starting to, to pardon, starting to starting the process of pardoning this this awful war on yes. drugs that has ruined so many families' ability to be functional and loving Beautiful. based on a medicine that's so helpful mm. for our ability to have healthy, functional sex Amen lives. and a women. Plant medicines and indigenous medicines, and especially mushrooms right now. What's happening with all kinds of plant medicines, mushrooms, LSD, all of these are having a, a, a renewed... Uh, 
research. And I really hope that there's a future where the bonobo way can be studied through the, the lens of psychedelic inquiry, yeah. because in my experience, that feeling of unity and pleasure that we get when we share, share an orgy, an orgasm, that little death that we experience, mm -hmm. that kills a little bit of that zombie that lives in all of us that's afraid that if we don't have money, we won't be loved. Yeah. That if we don't have a home, we Beautiful. won't be loved. Because really, psychically, spiritually, we are all refugees. So and, eloquent, and nothing, Danielle. Nothing, I mean, nothing is promised. Yes. The only thing that's promised is that we have a, a huge emptiness in us. Like Captain Max told me when I first arrived at Bonoboville, we're on this spaceship. And, it's, it was, it, and we're just filling it with as much entertaining magic as we can. And the love that you both share and project to the world, to me, it's so beyond politics. It's the unity of our shared collective soul, our collective conscience. Yeah. And, you know, Carl Jung, Freud, all of these people that, that taught us about what psychology is, you know, they shared this idea that we all are sharing the same air, like Max says, and there's a quantum entanglement that we are, Jacob calls it entanglement, but there's a quantum reality that we all share. When we look into each other's black pupils, we see the darkness that we all are, but we all see the light that we all have the possibility of sharing. That's right, Delight. And, anyway, and we so got to wind up. So We're be. at the end of the tunnel of love. And I just want to get there to just a couple, a couple of seconds. A couple of seconds for you, just, just because, for you. Because, just for, for you. me. Just because I'm a communist yeah. doesn't mean that the communist party finances this in any way shape or form what does finance right. this <laughs> what, what does finance this is the work that dr Me. Susie, Me. yeah is doing us. literally around around very the world, much us uh helping people with their sexuality uh we don't uh, uh no nobody wants to sponsor us uh you know because we kind of talk weird and uh so nobody wants to sponsor. so buy t-shirts or Buy books or uh, get the, get, or get the therapy. We haven't you know, get therapy. We, I think the mushrooms wants to want to sponsor you guys. I think you could get some psychedelic money. I really do think you could, and I think it'd be good for everyone at Bonoboville. Well, that's an them. aside. You know, right now, if you need to talk, <laughs> you can always call us and talk to us for free, like all these great people have been doing tonight on call in. And this naughty November, you get to talk about your naughty, naughty sex, your fantasies, and your nasty, nasty politics. We didn't do too nasty on the politics, but no, yeah, you can talk about it all for free. But we got to pay the bills, so we do this thing where we give you sex therapy, usually over the phone, but sometimes in webcam or in some form of communication maybe even in person but we're not sex workers we are therapists and you can reach us at 213-291-9497 and yes you pay for your privacy because it's not a show it's you i mean you could call it a show it's the theater of the mind perhaps but it's private so that's what we charge for and that helps us to keep this show on the road and we also have t-shirts make kink not war be bonobo you should get that because hey it celebrates the bonobo way Squirt and for squirt peace. for peace celebrates that great ejaculation the fact that a man is not the only one that can hit his lover with his cum in the eye 
a woman can do it too. And <laughs> it won't sting as much. Uh, it's sort of looser. It's more like water. Anyway, squirt for peace. You can get <laughs> Keep your eyes closed when you're doing all that squirting, folks. And let's see. For my birthday, I want a Bee Bonobo shirt for my husband, Bee Live, so, since he's been doing so much modeling lately. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Yay. This is and such a beautiful... I want to say thanks to all you guys that are listening in and are putting up with our nonsense. And uh, uh, I just do want to tell you uh, that I've been doing this for almost 40 years uh, before there were uh, uh, podcasts and so forth. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> when things were and like radio broadcasts, we right, still call radio. them broadcasts. Right. We still call them broadcasts. Old. And everybody goes, how big is your antenna? <laughs> I said, no, it's a podcast. I said, like telephone wires. I got a big antenna, baby. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you so much for your input. Yes. Uh, every time we do this, it's like opening a can of sardines. And Nicer than getting, sardines. I don't know well, about yeah, sardines. Well, sardines are good but for you. Not a can. A basket of flowers. Yeah. And I'm in love with Samantha, a nice anti-capitalist yes. uh, individual. Beautiful and, uh, picture. And the, re the resources of the world belong to the people. Yes. Period. Basta con la basta. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday, Danielle. Happy birthday, the Bonobo Way. Happy birthday, Captain Max. And as Happy I said, yeah. as, as, as I said at the beginning of the show, I'm registered with Bed, Breakfast, oh, and yes. Beyond. Quite beyond. Anyway, anyway, we are gonna say be good because you have to surround yourself with good. So you got to be good yeah. and be happy. You got to get into that pursuit of happiness. Of happiness. Not at others' expense, of course. No, be no, very no, 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 of course not. But pursue that happiness. And try not to hurt anyone, including yourself. Make kink, not war, okay? I'm talking to Democrats, Republicans, every kind of uglicans out there. <laughs> Make kink, not war. Be bonobo. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love, you tonight, love tonight. Even if that someone, yeah, that someone is, is, you. is you. I love you. Strangers in the night. I just came all over myself. <laughs> I love you. I Love you. Hey, you guys, seriously, be safe. Seriously, be safe. This world is not what it used to be. And uh, hopefully it'll become better. But uh, right now we're going through a, through a terrible hurricane of madness. And uh, we got to calm down. And seriously, I love you. I love you too. Need 
to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.